Rothfire is still the leader. Here comes the blood though. Alligator blood on the outside. Stormed up and took over. Alligator blood's in front. Flashing late private eye. But alligator blood from the straight break. Welcome back to Bet Doctor. Behind the curtain, look at how propanons operate. We've had a big uh, session with Richie on... Uh, uh, big all right. Hey? Big all right. We're probably, still here. Oh, well, as you just said, probably missed about four things, five things I wanted to say as well. It was a well, great chat. That's the best but, part, um, DK, is that you, yeah, you've, you've probably got... I've probably got 30 things on a list. You've got 10. I've got... Uh, Nick's got... Like, there's so much that we've all want and need to get off our chest. So hopefully it's a good start to a pathway to do that. And I, I think we're... Um, yeah, we've made a bit of ground, but... Um, we won't keep talking about it because uh, we'll be here forever. Yep. But uh, an interesting uh, thing that uh, we saw on uh, Twitter and some big news out of New Zealand, we'll put it up on screen, but Michael Guerin, uh, journo and harness punter, I guess, uh, and just punter over in New Zealand, announced it was a, uh, a big win for the New Zealand punters. Tab announced special with no deductions on any final field bets, all three codes, all domestic and international, uh, back a horse or a dog final field and you get the price, even if top five favourites are all scratched. It runs until November. I'll tell great, you what. Great promotion. I've never seen a promotion this lucrative. I'm tipping any single bloke that's a punter under the age of 40 or under the age of 60 will be on the first plane and they'll be sitting in tabs and for the rest of rest of the spring carnival. I'll tell you what, if I had no misses, didn't have this show, I'd be on the plane and I'd be over in New Zealand for the next three months. Mate, you're in, you're in Victoria now just to play with Shaq's balls. Like, So why <laughs> wouldn't you be straight on the next plane to Victoria? No, where is it? New Zealand. As you say, well, grab the keys and uh, head down there. But uh, I'll tell you what, how, how do you reckon they'd go, DK? They'd absolutely get scun alive, wouldn't they? Oh, it's a, it's a promoter. It's a marketing. No, just everything gets written off to the marketing department. The marketing department said, here, we've got how many million? Do? It's like any promotion for all those joints. Any time that sportswear pay early on one of their, you know, I'll pay out early on the brown, I'll pay out early on this, it just gets written off to the marketing department. It doesn't go into the, the sports or the racing team. They say... Yeah, it goes into their squeeze of dollars in marketing budget, so that's all it is. It's a promotion. I think it's a terrific promotion, but uh, yeah, and then straight away everyone's, oh, how can we rort this? How can we rort this? But oh, it's a, it's a um, something yesterday, it was 45 cents and everyone got full wax, so. Oh, just, how, would, how would they go at a big dance on the on Friday at the Grafton when Waller's got nine in and he scratched seven of them? How would how would they go there? That'd be good fun. It's a, it raises a pretty um, big integrity concern, I would have thought, like, they're just opening themselves up for a trainer to put a horse in. You know, all of a sudden you nominate an even money favourite. You're all in on the rort. I guess the prize money levels over in New Zealand are super it's, hard. They sell most of their horses to Hong Kong. If I've got a $2 chance that I, I know is a bit wonky, it takes up the market percentage. And then I, and then I ring yeah. Farmer Joe down the road and we're all on his horse. Yeah, but it's still, it's really good. we're going to risk manage it. Like, it's like the tabby. You can't get on. Get on to win a thousand or two thousand, unless you're an absolute green lighted VIP. If you're going to pull a trick, then you've got to go find a green lighted VIP who can get ten thousand on the thing. And you know that's all. It's all too hard. I mean, it's like the tabby you can't get on. So you get on to win one or two grand with no deductions. I'm big, saying big deal. I'm saying it's a five dollar chance to last the the whole until November. Oh, oh, They'll oh. pull it early, I reckon. Like like DK says, it's nearly not worth talking about because it's so ridiculous and so insane and whatever it is. That you, <laughs> and it's it's done what it's supposed to do. It's got people's attention and free absolutely. Market. Nico, welcome to the show. What do you reckon about doing the yard out of New Zealand? Oh, I think it'd be tough. Uh, made it out of the Monash car park, so that's uh, good. But yeah, I think the, the yard out of New Zealand would be pretty tough with those wet tracks. So, um, well, you can't yeah, get it. Well, you, well, you anyway, everyone's opening up the website, and you can't, you can't, you can't get on the VPN or whatever blocks because we're in Australia. I'm, I'm thinking about sending the Noonan boys to do the spring car oh, 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 New okay. Zealand. Oh, yeah, I got you. Okay. Ellerslie, oh, well, well. Ellerslie Yard with uh, Nick Noonan, and just sit them in the tabs on the on the off days. DK on the blower, Walt, away we go. My grandma lives in New Zealand, so there we go. Go. <laughs> might be able to go there. Bit of free con. Nico. 
All right. Uh, speaking of being on track, we got a bit of uh, track screen. It's been a, uh, an absolute beauty here. I'm not sure which uh, pitch is going to come up first, but as soon as I see it on the screen, I'll start talking about it. Uh, the first one is an absolute beauty. This is your uh, neck of the woods scone with the uh, marinated pork belly with the chips there, $14. I tell you what, if that pork belly is cooked well enough, that looks outstanding, $14. That's stealing, I reckon. DK, there looks like a heap of pork there too. Mm, I just need a sauce or something with the chips or something like that. Bit something, a couple of... Uh... Uh, Sachets. Yeah, yeah, a couple of something to dip or something or dip do something there. But apart from there, you know, how much was that? Ten bucks? Fourteen dollars. Fourteen dollars. I think that's pretty good. Pretty good, pretty good gear. It's, it's going. And I love this one. Sam Sheen. What a what a warrior this bloke is. From uh, Busan in South Korea. He sent it in and it's a uh, pork cutlet with rice. Looks like a little bit of a miso soup on the side as well. And that's ten bucks. That's an absolute corker. Yeah, and it's a yeah, if you've been to Asian racing, you know, you do get there is, I mean, they're big on the two, you know, Asian countries. You've got to feed, they all, it's all about the food, but the punt and the food, they don't really drink, all the Westerners drink at um, Happy Valley, of course, but the rest of that's, they've got to, so it's all about the food. So you go to any, I've been to Macau, Hong Kong, I assume it's Singapore, Japan, Korea, tipping you'd be able to get the grouse tucker at all those joints. Mm, they have like a little cafeteria and there's, I went to the Japan Cup and they had eel on rice, and I'm a massive fan of eel on rice, and it was absolutely outstanding. But there was hot dogs, there was so many, like, good vendors, and it was just amazing. The crowd were just all for it. But, um, yeah, different sort of gravy over there. It's, 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 it's a different much, experience. How, how, how much you was that? You must go. $10. What's that, for the eel rice? No, for that. Oh, that, for was, that, that was, was 10 bucks 10 for the bucks? cutlet. Oh, lovely. I think yeah. the eel rice was about 13 bucks Australian when, uh, in Japan, but um, it was absolutely outstanding. But uh, I think Sam Sheen wins the gong. So uh, drop us uh, a message at Little Birdie TV and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll sing you a prize there. You've done well uh, to uh, post in some scran from uh, Basan. I've never had a bit in uh, South Korea. Very. I'll, I'll have some off-track scran next, for next week's skirt. Off-track, off-track. Okay. Gimlet. Cheryl's taking me to Gimlet. Gimlet for my birthday. Nice. You heard of that? Lobster? You heard of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Best restaurant in Australia. Nico, you heard of Gimlet? Is it? Best restaurant in Australia. Where is it? Uh, Russell and Flinders. Yeah, down Flinders Lane area. That old Cavendish house, whatever it is. So, um a yeah, bit of a bit can't get in. It's a Monday lunch, the only time we can get in. So um, I'll report back into that'll be, uh, but that'll, that'll be the go for you. Nick, go back and win and take the new squeeze there. That'll nearly seal the deal. I'll tell you what, the $500 voucher <laughs> that I still owe you, oh, you wouldn't get much change out of uh, Gimlet there. So DK must be flying. So, <laughs> uh, Cheryl, 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 Mrs. She's, she's trucking. Christ. It's her birthday. It's her, it's her, it's her, it's her Wally. Well, that's unbelievable. My Something. missus doesn't know what? what. Don't get shouted out on your birthday. My missus doesn't even know how much rent we pay. <laughs> We've moved up to Queensland, haven't bought a house yet, but uh, that's what I said. What about you, Walt? Any any love there from Beck? Beck, does she? Beck, she give you the any, big po- give you the big give you the big polish on the birthday. Not no, that sort of po- no. I mean, not that po- You know, give you a spoil. I mean, she give me a polish. Yeah, I'm not in. I'm not in. The, I'm not a polish man. Um, <laughs> no, no, I duck and weave birthdays. Duck and weave. Duck and weave. But um, she actually doesn't have a bank account, as far as I'm aware. Cool. Has anyone seen the Glen Waverley Footy Club video yet? Huh? Speaking of polish. Anyway, it'll do the rounds, I'm sure. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Manscaped, 20% off using the code Little Birdie. Perfect for uh, the Gold Coast summer holiday shave down. It's not long now to Magic Millions, DK. I know that you uh, can't wait to get back. I nearly froze, but uh, 30 All minutes right. neck to toe. So the missus will love you, and uh, so will your masseuse. So if uh, you want to get 20% off the uh, the weed whacker or the lawnmower, that's how I get the beard looking so good and uh, I'm smooth. And uh, it's going to really we'll be help up me. There, and then we're uh, we're down to Brisbane, and we're on the cruise, Scooty. We're on the cruise this year, next year. With Back jo- aboard, Johnny McLeod. Who? Oh. Which cruise? The boat, the ship. What? The family we're going on a cruise. Who you are? Yeah, taking the family. Where, where are you going? 
10 nights out Pacific under Namibia, New Caledonia, Vanuatu, all these joints. Magnificent. Quantum of the Seas. 10 nights of the take the kids for their first ever cruise. So um, hard to beat. Now, cruise, cruises will be back. Very hard to beat. But yes, they're up there. But we might come up the Gold Coast for a few days before we come down to Brisbane, Scooty. I'll expect some uh, bit of content too. There's plenty of content. Yeah, absolutely. From the boat. I've been to I did great content last time. I won the, I won the, remember I won the bomb competition on the last one. We went on for our 10th anniversary. I won the, I won the bomb. There's, the, the pool bomb. There's a racetrack at Namia, actually. Is there? Yeah. I'll go, there you go. I wasn't going to go. I don't. I thought, I want to claim the trip. I'll go and see the race course. Tax right. won at Vanuatu too. There used to be a Vanuatu Cup. Remember the trips used to go back for that every year. I've been to it. <laughs> been to it. <laughs> Vanuatu Cup. You should see it. It's dead set mowing around palm trees. It's brutal. It was awesome. <laughs> Does Trippy sponsor it? He probably would. All right. This could be a uh, a four-hour show. Um, Is Don as good? Is Don as great? Uh, No joy uh, last week with Bandy's boy, Willie out wide, and he got another scratching. He's the king of scratchings, our man Donnie. I think he's got uh, as good a strike rate as winners as he has uh, for scratchings. Nightmare and it was scratched. I've already given you a bit of a polish. Might be the word for the show. Polish. Uh, Zoo got you. Was uh, super. And then uh, he didn't a bad. Didn't do a bad job with Opacity and Casino Kid uh, finishing second and third on the other uh, other one. And it's good to have uh, Rose Hill back to a true rail. The top slot steamers. They're on the nose last week. Absolutely no good. Nico's fresh for Caulfield, and uh, the boys have. Uh, just uh, done their uh, full Caulfield preview, and uh, Little Birdie's now the sponsor of uh, the racing show. So welcome aboard those guys. So if you want the full preview, make sure you check out the racing show, and uh, Little Birdie TV is now uh, the major sponsor for uh, Nico's show, which is beautiful business, and it's a uh, it's a podcast only, so you can't see see the boys, but uh, you can hear them go uh, pr- through the whole card, uh, which is uh, great stuff. If you're having a bet this weekend, uh, make sure you have a bet with Top Sport. As we said, they're the fairest book in the land. They bet the keenest percentage and they're uh, trying their balls off to uh, grow the game. So make sure uh, you sign up with them and their customer service is second to none. Think of uh, Qantas and uh, Top Sport are the opposite of that. Qantas are absolutely free fall at the moment, but uh, Top Sport, uh, they won't leave you hanging. So uh, make sure you uh, get an account with them. Nico, uh, I think we're going to crack in with the uh, the McNeil stakes. I know you, uh, you have a replay and it's a, uh, a bit of a tricky one here, but let's talk about the market for Caulfield. Been a little bit of rain around. I'm not sure it's going to be enough to trouble Caulfield, but I'll let you uh, tell me what you think about the track in a minute. But uh, Aft Cabin's the favourite here, 350 and a 310. Zambagini is 550. Jack and O, my horse is $6. Dormier, $7. Crosswind, $14. Lincoln Square, 14 And Tawana is $21. When you see that market, any thoughts, Enico? Uh, look, Aft Cabin's obviously pretty smart. Uh, runs some big figures on uh, his Melbourne debut last start. 1,400 back to 12 is a big concern. He's drawing barrier three. I don't know. I can't see him starting any shorter than $3. Um, even with those big figures, just with the map, I don't know how many sort of the big players are going to get too involved there. Uh, tricky little race. A few of these kind of haven't set the world on fire at the jump outs. Um, got that iffy blue diamond form, which may not be much good. Uh, I thought Zambagini was definitely the horse. The market's come for him already, 650 to 550. I think he's going to start with a four in front of his name. Uh, I think they'll just keep coming for him. He's got $2.50 SPs. He's led in both of his starts, so they're obviously going to have him mapping going forward. Barry 11, Malum, Laurie combination that. that's probably... That. Really? Know, don't know about that. I saw Matt Laurie on after they chatted to him after its latest jump out, and you saw he sort of tried to drag it back, then they went slow and it got trucking, and he said, oh, I, just, I would have liked him to go back and find a bummy, right? He went a bit keen. So I just, I mean, he, he might roll forward, but he, he definitely wants to, I reckon he wants cover. 
He wants to find some cover. I think probably the key to that is a lot of people map him going forward, so therefore maybe the market sort of goes yeah, with him Yeah, there. no, I agree. Yeah, probably had to, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought 650 was a big price. I kind of had him more like 450. Uh, so I'll be backing him. F Cabin's obviously got a good chance, but... Uh, it's going to be the hunted F Cabin, isn't it? Like barrier yeah. three. He's the only backing trip. It's going to be inside him as is. You know, in the bright blue jacket, just being the complete I, hunted, you know. It's the thing you got to take in with Saturday. Like, this horse's targets the Caulfield Guineas. Like, it's in two months. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't need to be winning the McNeil at $3. Like, I think that's something you got to really weigh up with getting very involved in a few of these kickoff races for horses. Yes, he may be the best horse in this race, but there's there's no need to come out and knock him over and do anything like that, is there? He's mm-hmm. just got to get through the run and get him to the grand final now. Any thoughts, uh, any of the Sydney horses here, Walt, have uh, you had a little look at Caulfield? I have not so much that race. I had a, I had a good look at uh, what is it, race eight, the, the main race, but I haven't, um, you know, man in the mirror. There's nothing much there from Sydney, is there? Afcab was obviously very good in Sydney. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, the inside draw is probably more concerning to me than the twelve hundred for Afcabin, but um, yeah, the three dollars doesn't look any spoil from back in the in the zip locker. I can see uh, a heap of money for uh, Zambagini. I thought uh, our lay last week uh, was a. Good run for Gita San and uh, Zambagini's obviously knocked him off at uh, his second start there. So I can understand the uh, the market uh, gravitating towards him, but uh, very much watch and learn and interested to see uh, what they yeah, seems, where they go with Jacket. Seems an easy enough bet, Zambagini. Like I don't mm. know if he's going to come out and win the race, but seems like you're going to be taking overs um, if you're getting involved now. Yeah. All right, we'll uh, we'll kick on to the uh, the Memsey Stakes here, and that's uh, race number eight and. Well, lots of chances here by the look of the uh, the pricing in the market there. Western Empire's favourite five fifty. Uh, Alligator Blood six dollars. Elation is seven. Tafane is seven. Cascadian off that bomb trial seven fifty. I'm Thunderstruck nine dollars. Snap Dance ten. And then you got Call Sign Mav at twenty. Duay is twenty one dollars. And then you got Nonconformist twenty six. Dragon Leap thirty four. Lightsaber on the similar quote with Elephant, who was uh, not bad. First up, they weren't really trying. Fifty one dollars. And Zen Zyrek is sixty one dollars here. Nico. We're uh, we're gonna have a look at uh, Alligator Blood winning the uh, Stratty here, and he put a bit of a hole in him here. And I think Walt, you tipped it this day as well. Yeah, this, is, this is a big win. Um, getting back to somewhere near his best figures, and sort of this win, and even the the run prior in the uh, the BRC Sprint, just puts an absolute hole in him late when he's really asked for the effort there by Tim Clark. Uh, this was what his first campaign for Waterhouse Spot. It, they kind of look like they've got the horse back on track. Um, love the way he come away from him. He jumped well in this race, but there was a lot of speed underneath him. Like he drew barrier 17 of 18, and he couldn't really get forward. The same thing happened in the BRC sprint. He jumped really well. He drew 15 of 16. So they sort of sat midfield. I think from barrier number one with Oliver on, he's going to be a lot more prominent here. Um, it wouldn't even shock me if they wanted to find the front, uh, given there's there's no like natural, natural leader in this race. Lightsaber and Snap Dancer probably go for it, but... I wouldn't be surprised if either handed up to him and didn't want to cross him. If he does kick up from one, I think most likely he's probably box seat. Uh, yeah, the preparation looks back on track. 1,400 is probably sweet spot. That was a 1,400-meter group one there last start. He's got the residual fitness. His recent jump out at Flemington was pretty good. I suppose the only gray up is just what's happened with his ownership in mm. that. Like There was a sort of talk yeah. he was ha- going to have to miss the spring and then they were going to go to Japan and now he's back in sort of just how they've sort of trained him through that, if they've kept him right up to the mark or they backed off a little. But, you know, the Waterhouse spot team, I doubt, you know, them backing off a little compared to another stable might not be as much. They mm. they keep him pretty up to the mark anyway. So I think he definitely deserves to be favourite. I was kind of surprised he's $6. Everything looks, 
if you t- if you take out the sort of off-track controversy, everything looks like it's been in great order for him just to come to this race and give it every single chance. So I sort of thought he should be clear favourite. It scares me, D. Oliver, and I'd love Walt's man, Tim Clark, on, and I'll pose the question to you. Walt, where's TC? Yeah, well, a week ago, this horse was not probably going to be retired, but probably going to be spelled. So I think it missed one gallop, you know, after it was probably looked like they were not going to have any chance of running, and I I think that was it. And it's probably not a big issue, like you're saying, from that that stable to miss one gallop is probably not a drama. I was probably more concerned from, you know, inside draw horse that normally he did go well for first up last trip, but I'm still worried about all that Queensland form, to be honest. I, it, it's more concerning to me than than uh, than anything else. But uh, Timmy, Timmy was planned to ride it through its prep. I think, you know, he's trying to plan to get on it third up in a – can't remember the name of the race. Um, but, uh, yeah, he, he had planned his whole spring around riding the horse, so he obviously was going very well before he went down to Melbourne. This is a tricky one. I'm just trying to figure out, like, who, grand final day here, like Western Empire, is he a Cox Plate horse? you got Alligator Blood – He's probably got the benefit of uh, being a little bit more forward, and he obviously, well, he hasn't had those trials with those issues. But love backing a horse like that off a, uh, a solid uh, campaign in Queensland. You've got Alation, who, again, are they going to be out to gas him? He's probably going to go to a Golden Eagle. Well, I think the the map's probably key for those two, Western Empire and Alation. There's, I think, there's no doubt they're serious talents, um, especially Western Empire. I'm super keen to sort of see him in the yard and see what he can do there on Saturday. But I think since this race has been a Group One, so since Atlantic Jewel won it. There's only been two horses to win outside of barrier number five in this race, and that was Atlantic Jewel when she won it. Like, she was a freak. And mm. Behemoth last year had a bit on them. Every other year, you want to be inside draws. They're drawn 12 and 13. We just know as a rule, like, wide draws at Caulfield getting back. Like, it's just not first a up, and then, and then First up, first all, up. First up. They're all day. It's yeah. a resumers race. And then Tafani, how many like, starts? She's a seven-year-old man. Then you've got Cascadian, who's clearly flying. There'll be a lot of people that pile into him. It just kind of leaves you with alligator blood, doesn't it? Well, yeah, I think I'm Thunderstruck was – depend- I'll be interested That's to see fun. what he's like from the yard because remember last time I'm first actually, up, if he if he parades like he's ready, that would be a horse that I'd love to launch into. I saw him the other day actually at Sound and he had a track gallop and he looks a lot fitter this time in. Like I think he kind of got away from a bit over that spring break and I had to give him a few runs to really get him. Um, you know, cranked up there for the for the autumn. But seeing him the other day, he looks a lot fitter than what he did coming back in last preparation. Mm. Um, I saw him and Alation. They both look like great. So um, there's sort of no knocks from that point of view. But I think everything's just kind of in Alligator Blood's corner just to probably half get away with one here if the, the others are out wide and cast. But it's a bit fascinating. The last race. sort of six, seven runnings have all been on good tracks. Is that not a worry? It's not stopped raining since I got here, but I don't think it's enough rain to... To, to change the track condition yeah, too, too it's, heavily. It's a heavy eight now. I'd probably expect it gets back to It'll a, get a back seven sure. or a six maybe, but um, hard to know, hard to know at the moment with mm. Melbourne weather. Cascadian tried like far lap. Like you, you look at Animo trotted up the other day. Profondo was probably a bit stiff not to be in the finish and it tried better than both of those. Not, not entertaining the mighty Cascadian. Yeah, I, I think he'll be like heavily supported. Um, we filmed a bit of contact with the Don. I think the Don would be already on. Don was hunting nine dollars, and they've they've wheeled it out, and it's been bashed back into seven fifty at Top Sport. So yeah, I, I would have thought Cascadian would be the mix, Alligator Blood, and maybe on Thunderstruck. But a lot of those other horses, like they're just going to be a mile from their top, and it's just not Grand Final day. Like I would have loved to find a horse like Lightsaber at a price, but Moody's come out and said that it's not grand final day for him either. He's the best ruffie, I think, because he's, he's just tough, even if he's underdone. like He doesn't ever run a bad race, lightsaber. Um, I think he'll be right in the finish. Well, that's I don't know if he's Fox and P. Moody, but this would be the perfect race for to have this horse wound up, ready to go, and just at $34, he's still an entire. Bang, there's your uh, 
you know, your, your good big group one yeah. on, on the CV. Yeah. Like, that was the horse at, at odds that I, I was trying to find. but no, um, couldn't knock that. It's a good mm. sign of a race, though, for a, like an early weight for age race when you guys are all there. I think that, like, I'd be back in Cascadian, Dewey's, A-Rec, and maybe having a peanut on snap dancers. So we've got about 15 runners cast between us. Put them all in the mix and uh, just bet our brains out. So you're going to get a good price if you can find the winner, but uh, DK won't be betting in that race. I assure you would hate it. Wouldn't wipe his bum with it. The Heatherly is the next one that we're going to have a look at. So Alligator Blood on top for Nico there to clarify. Uh, the Heatherly, race number nine, it's over 1,700 metres. Interesting run, a few uh, horses resuming off sort of, you know, looking for their Caulfield Cup uh, sort of paths. And you've got uh, Jimmy the Bear, 480 favourite. Delphi, 850. Luna Flair is 850. No effort, $9. Uh, Emissary, $10. Spanish Mission, 13. Uh, here's our Bonneville, is $14. Desert Icon, 15. La Chevalier is 19. Uh, Daquin Sweet Jr., 20, and then uh, much, much better. The SEC, Charlie Rose, who was not bad, I thought, first up. And then you got Royal Mile, who was uh, placed weirdly last start. And uh, you got horses like Barbie's horse that uh, bobbed up last start as well. But uh, Nico, funny one, Jimmy the Bear, we're going to have a look at this replay. Oh, I know Walt's got some thoughts about this race. And uh, yeah, it was a funny race. Yeah, it was a bit of a gimme, wasn't it? Like, uh, I thought of that, didn't want the lead. Sosie Bond sort of went up there and. The rest of them, you know, Chief Old Tony was a dry track and the rest of them probably weren't there to play. So it was, a, it was definitely a PR, like perfect run, perfect ride from Billy, but um, he's just tough, this horse. He hasn't run a bad race all prep. He's a winner, finds the line, gets out to 1,700, which I don't think will pull him up. Like, he's coming away from him here late and it's a very soft run. Um, got, has to go forward here from 11. He's got the residual fitness, which is what you need to win this race. Um, it's a tough race to win sort of first up. You want to have sort of that residual fitness. It's a good race to be on speed. Now, whether what Walt sort of said, you know, how the track sort of impacts that, it's usually probably a good track this time of the year, and now it's going to be a heavy track, potentially soft track Saturday. If that sort of counters that by race nine, I'm not too sure, but at the moment I'm probably leaning to the on-speed horses just from a historical point of view, and he's going to be there from 11. He's got no other option but to go forward. Uh, I will say I did take a longer price early in the week, but um, he just looks very, very well placed here, the three-year-old down on the minimum or the four-year-old now, but the three-year-old form. Uh, yeah, I thought this is his race to lose. I thought it was a really good betting race, actually. I'm pretty keen to back him and Desert Icon, who gets here second up. Uh, had some good sort of figures last preparation where he found his found his mark in Melbourne. That's where he started firing a few shots. He had a really good prep, uh, won a very similar sort of race last campaign, over 1,800. He's 1,700. Preble should go forward from seven. I think he's probably outside lead, one out, one back. Uh I just think with both of them, they're going to be in the right spot. There's a few backmarkers here or a few horses here that are looking for Caulfield Cups and those kind of races, naturalism, sort of second, third up, and they're just going to be here. They look like they've been set for this race. And uh, I thought Desert Icon was a massive price at $15, easily going to be the best result in the race, and uh, Jimmy the Bear's worth backing at sort of $5. Mm. This, is a, this is a fascinating race, I, I think. Yeah, it's a good angle, though. The race fit could make a bit. Uh, De- um, I thought Desert Icon was a nice one for me. Delphi. Like he says, he's a horse, a horse you're talking about. He's sort of up there in the market because he's got, got some class, but it'll be a, a clean-up and he'll need, he needs to run to get to the naturalism and things like that. So it's a few in the same boat. Generally a money horse too, Delphi. Usually the market sort of hones in. If he's going to be a winning chance, he'll get uh, smacked off the uh, map. Any thoughts there, Walt, or uh, nothing to add? No, nothing. Big news though I saw from Nico's bloodstock team this morning that he's, re- he's re- what is he, retired mugger too? Oh, have they? Mm. Have they? Come on, mate. You're on the banner. You're on the board. <laughs> I thought they would have pressed on for another run to see how he goes, but um, yeah, probably probably time for him. Had had yeah, we we can't go a week without uh, mentioning him. So uh, thanks for that. Well, if you want uh, more of Nico stuff, make sure you check out uh, the racing show. But if you want uh, that 
Manny Armada that I spoke about and uh, get the final thoughts on the Memzi and I think it'll be an important weekend for the yard. So uh, 25 bucks a week for Wednesday and Saturday Metro. So he'll be your uh, best bet in spring. So you know when to pull the trigger if he's launching or if he's betting around a favorite. That's uh, where I have the most success with Nico. But uh, don't underestimate him if he's uh, betting outside the market too. You can uh, definitely find a roughie that bobs up. We'll, um, we'll spear straight into uh, Sydney, Walt. And the first race that you're going to tackle here is race five. And uh, tell you what, you're starting to find the stable uh, a lot lately. CJ Waller's got the favourite here. Grayson Harmony, $3.50. Blazer Trail, $4.40. Old Flame, $4.40. True Detective, $7.50. Turn on the Charm, $10. Uh, that's horses inside the market. And you were taken by the last start of Grayson Harmony. So it's a chestnut here in the purple, white, and black. Uh, just sort of... Uh, probably six back, one pair out, and uh, really strong through the line, this horse. Yeah, so I got Keen first up. It's hard not to find Waller when he's got 612 horses, but, um, yeah, importantly, this horse sort of carried a, a bit of weight in a, an apprentice here first up, uh, sprinted against a slow tempo, like a really slow tempo there. Uh, the, the, the horses behind it that have already come out and won, like Pizarro, was very impressive last week. Niffler was down there, but sort of running, were they running sixth and seventh behind it? They've both come out and won. Uh, even though Mudgee came out and ran well the other day. Now it drops sort of six kilos. The worry is that it can be a little bit dicey at the start, but just hoping that um, Sleepy McAvoy will be fired up by winning the last race at Kensington yesterday. And if this horse sort of settles fourth, fifth, I think it'll be winning. Um, a lot of one-paced horses in this race, like not bad horses. You've got sort of old flame, even um, Blazer Trail went quite well down. In Mexico, was it last start? It's it's a sort of horse that'll be up on speed, hard fit, and and run well. I think it's probably the horse to run down. But if if Grayson Harmony jumps with fifty three, I think it's far more progressive and has a has that nice turn of foot that nothing else in this race can compete with. Can't can't remember the last time you found a K McAvoy run. He's just out in the abyss, isn't he, K McAvoy? Mm. Yesterday, oh, depth of varies. Depth of varies. Beautiful. I missed that one. I was I was chasing Shaq, <laughs> looking were. for a ghost. Probably the only bloke that didn't see him yesterday. I, I will say him. with Blazer Trail, he's he's kind of a dry tracker. So I think they'll be looking for the – he's in, in Melbourne and Sydney, so it's turned the charm. They'll be looking for the driest truck, I would imagine. So he, there's probably a chance he does go to Sydney, given it's a six and Melbourne's an eight. But um, probably maybe still too wet for him, a six. Six. Yeah, I definitely think uh, Melbourne improved. All right, Rose Hill race six is the next one here and fires the favourite uh, from the Hawks yard, 235 into 190. couple of uh, deductions there, so not really – a big move. Quick tempos, $4, $6, uh, Rubinocchi, uh, $17, Monty Ditto, and then Lady Brooke at 18 and uh, much bigger the rest. Quick tempos, the horse we're going to have a look at. It's out the back in the uh, black and yellow, getting sort of scrubbed along to sort of keep up from the Mark Minoveni yard. Yeah, so we're going to be in the cupboard at the start for both of these races. This horse missed it about five last start. Again, an apprentice um, this day, and it's like you watch its last 100 here. It's actually worth worth watching. So they went out like sort of five below, come home seven above. This is run the fastest sort of last six, four, two of the day in clearly the worst part of the track. Uh, absolutely rockets to the line. So it start before that, it probably should have beaten Mautai, which I think is even better form than, than that form, with that, that race there. And this horse is just absolutely flying. The key is that it's had Schiller, Schiller, Searle, Sherry, Blanche, Searle, Blanche, Searle, Weir, Weir. Now it's got James McDonald. So um, <laughs> hard fit, perfect. It, it, it didn't jump great the two starts back, but that was sort of in a 1,000 drawn wide. Uh, the start before that, it, it jumped and showed enough speed to be settling in the first four here. If it does that, I, I know Fire's a good horse. 
I just think there's just way too big a gap between them. I think they should be very close together in the market. And if this horse is on the back of fire, it's going to want to be good to hold it off. Yeah, Dylan Gibbons is, uh, I guess, no slouch, but uh, the J-Mac uh, polish on this one, looks that looks an auto bet job off uh, off the replay I've just seen there. He did Horn the same up. thing with Shades of Rose, didn't he? Like uh, after um, poor old Rachel sort of was a bit of a bit unlucky, you know, that sort of horse didn't jump too well. And then since J-Mac's got on it, he sort of, Positioned it well and led on it its last two, so hopefully he can do the same thing with this horse. Gets a uh, gets a big tick of approval for me. All right, the last uh, race that we're going to have a look at, just market only, no replays. I just want to uh, put you in a bit of a uh, twist here. The San Domenico Stakes, Walt uh, race nine over eleven hundred meters. You've got Best of Bordeaux resuming two dollars thirty five. Natuno is five fifty. Spacewalk, Cupboard Job seven fifty. Zuccarino, the villain there, seven dollars fifty. And then Swiss Exile nine fifty. And then Primito fifteen dollars. When you have a look at that market, what uh, what are your first thoughts there? Have spent a lot of time on this race. I, I, the start's the all the key here. So uh, for me, I don't think a horse like Rise of the Masses will be fast enough to sort of compete. But you've got really keen going horses in Swiss Exile and Natuno uh, who probably don't want to lead, but they're going to have to do enough to get across those inside few. And then you've got Cannonball with the blinkers on, probably going to kick up and try and lead. And then you want uh, Swiss Exile and Natuno going to try and find a spot sort of sitting either outside or just off speed. Um, I think ideally they'll want to take a sit best of Bordeaux, either leads or sits outside Cannonball and probably wins. But if one of them get going, um, that could change the sort of profile of the race. I think best of Bordeaux is far and away the, the most promising horse in the race. Um, again, sort of querying how strong that that Brisbane form is, where Sussex Exile and Natuno come through it. I thought there's an interesting horse in Prometo that if they do go crazy, just has a bit of X factor about him. He's had um, he had a really strong tempo to help him sort of second up last prep when he won, but he was off a terrible setup there, and he's just got uh, a bit of freak value about him still. And you're getting sort of fifteen, sixteen dollars to to find out. But I think the favourite will be very hard to beat. His space walks in a lot of trouble from that gate. If it couldn't win with the run it had last start, uh, and Zuccarino is probably the the horse to to beat. But it's going to be three, four back the inside potentially, which is not great. You got to laugh, or you just cry sometimes in this game. But uh, best of Bordeaux, do you think it'll shorten from that quote two dollar thirty five? And would you be more would you be happier to back it at a dollar ninety than it um, drifts and get, gets sort of lo- loses the leg? And would you be worried if it got to somewhere like two seventy, or you'd back it anyway? Uh, it's not a really a betting proposition for me. I, I don't think it's you know they want to win because it's a stallion. It's a cool more stallion, but it's not a it's not a real target race. Was it a group two, group three? Um, I'm sure there's improvement to come from this horse, and they'll just want to see it get around. Uh, safely and kind of that that'd be how i'd be suggesting mcdonald ride it i don't think he'll come out guns ablaze it's definitely not a grand final if he has to sort of jag it back and take a sit he's not going to uh hesitate to do that to save the horse i wouldn't imagine so i'd be pretty careful about betting into this race and you've just got too many queries especially with that swiss exile and the tuno over the tempo of the race um there's just too much going on in this to want to be taking short odds for mine i'd rather sort of have a peanut on Prometo and watch this one. Outstanding. If you want uh, more of John's action, racingwatch.com.au. And as he mentioned, he found depth yesterday at $13. So I think he had it rated $6.50. So if you're not in his Discord chat, you're costing yourself uh, a lot of money. So he uh, he's in the form every day and uh, it's definitely worth checking out. So racingwatch.com.au. Make sure you uh, jump on board. Righto, our, uh, our next favourite segment is Donnie's Best, the rugby league player turned semi-pro punter. Yeah, lads, Donnie's best for this weekend's racing. Well, it's Gold Coast Show Day here on Friday, so it's a public holiday. The kids are off for the show. 
the adults are off to the races. So we're going to look at the Gold Coast to find a couple of winners. The first one comes up in race two. It's called Hillcrest Avenue. It had one start in Ireland before it was shipped out to Australian shores. What I like about it, it's trial. Under no pressure, it ran some of the day's best closing splits. If it's anywhere near the favourite Lansborough lad, it will go straight past it because it is a milk drinker. I like this horse. The distance won't be a worry and it's got a sharp turn of foot. That's race two. Uh, Hillcrest Avenue. Then we go to race five, Derriani. It's just a nice horse that's in form that maps in the right spot. It's been racing really good races in Saturday at Eagle Farm. So the drop back to a city midweek meeting will really suit. Maps straight behind the leaders. I think the price is wrong. 350 is on offer. I think it's more of a 260, 270 chance. So I'm happy to back it at that price. The main bet for the weekend is race two, Hillcrest Avenue, about $3.50 on Friday, and race five, Derriani on Friday at the Gold Coast. Good luck, team. Too good, Donny. Gold Coast on a Friday. That's a little bit of flair and uh, show day. I tell you what, at, uh, I fly back Friday, so my afternoon is absolutely cactus. Are you going, Walt? Mate, uh, poor old Austin's in daycare that day. Harvey's uh, normally at school. Now they're both at home, so I don't know what the heck's going on Friday. We'll probably end up at the show, I would imagine. Yeah, give, give us a buzz and we'll uh, go through the torture together, but... Uh, yeah, how yeah, good's that? The uh, public holiday on the Friday for probably no real genuine reason, but uh, the good old Goldie DK, you should fly up. You should get on the plane with me and have a weekend away. Oh yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> weekend, mate. I need a spell at the moment. Need a, you know, winter, winter, mate. I've been, been Friday, Saturday, Sunday every weekend. So mate, I knew you know, it'd be like if I was up there with you, Scooty. Wouldn't be a break. <laughs> <laughs> Top sport, uh, top sport, big bets. He's deadly, the Donny. So make sure uh, you're betting on Friday, and uh, they'll 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 keep going off. I would have thought if he's found them, they uh, they'll be weak races there. But the Gold Coast track, a little bit of caveat, it uh, needs a bit of a rest. It's a bit like DK. It's just worn out from all the all the uh, the heavy rain, and uh, it's just been getting smashed with overuse. Gold Coast, they need a bit of a breather. Top sport, big bets. Caulfield uh, race four is the first one. Uh, race four, number fourteen. I wish I win. A uh, thousand at eight dollars. There, do you wish you held that ticket, Nico? Yeah, I'd be, I'd be happy taking eight. Uh, he's got a horrible habit of missing the start. This horse, but uh, everything else he does pretty well. He ran third in the Eleven Classic last start, which is a Group One over in New Zealand. He's mm. come to Moody. Jay Cargo's aboard. Perfect. Really strong trial. Um, I would say if he doesn't miss the start, he's right in in that race. I thought you could probably back him in Buffalo River, and you probably you probably find the winner there. If anyone can get it out of the gates, it'll be uh, definitely Jay Carr. Mm, but, um, big, big tick. Mm, that's a that's a if yeah if, if it's not it it's a uh, can be a bit of a tricky race I, I thought on my first look at that uh, race eight number five Western Empire thousand at six dollars interesting uh, to see where this horse is going to fit in the picture yeah I think he's like he's obviously a super talent uh, I backed him in the Cox Plate but I couldn't really be getting entertained he was sort of like eight fifty in the all in I think that's probably more the right price than mm. sort of five fifty six uh, yeah I'm kind of. I'm half potting him on Saturday. I don't think he can win the Memsey, but he could be in for a massive spring. Mm. Interested to see what you say out of the yard. Uh, Corfed race two, number two is Sir Lemur, 2300 at $3.20. Pretty sure she's come out. So oh, she's uh, scratching me. Little uh, donation. Beautiful. Uh, Morphville race six, number eight, is uh, another free glass. So I don't think anyone's uh, had a look at uh, race eight, number six. So we might uh, get our old mate Bagman and uh, Johnny Kelton to uh, – Give us the inside word and we might tweet that out. I tell you what, Johnny Kelton was uh, superb on racing.com. Flying. On Saturday. I and thought yesterday. his insight was. Uh, and yesterday. Like so a, his best bet and his next best one. Yep. 350 and $6 or something yesterday. Like, geez, a good charge and everyone's getting it. Everyone's can see it. Mm. Yeah, he I'd was. Be, uh, be following him if I was doing, if I was betting on South Australia, that's for sure. Auto bet. Yeah. Auto just, bet the Eagle. Yeah. Yeah. 
really sharp operator in uh, Dautelwa was, yeah, it's, it's big shoes. And you just got to get the form over there. Like it's all those grading races and things like that, how they're up and down in class. And mm. like those things yesterday were so, you know, they both had had 50 starts, but it's, you know, the right to right horse and the right race, and, you know, best better than yeah, he uh, yeah, duck to water. He's uh, he's uh, was going to be big shoes to fill JJ, but um, yeah, I think he's going to do it with a plum. So well done, uh, Johnny Kelton. You've uh, absolutely killed it. Well, uh, speaking of killed it, uh, you've killed it too. It was good uh, to hear some more comments about uh, the state of the game. So it's good you got your two bobs worth in. But uh, I'll see you. Uh, I'll see you next week. Yeah, if you don't get a better offer for sure, or if you don't offer me something better, take it back off me, and then uh, you know give it back to yourself. <laughs> oh. Well, it's a bit shirty that uh, I sort of semi-invited him down for Shaq and this is never a good thing. And then uh, Shaq's turned up at Sacconi's and I'm a day late. So Nikki from our sports show uh, isn't the most popular person in the uh, little bit of studios at the moment. She's brushed us all. So you would have come down for no reason, Walt. So I think I've saved you. So I've done you a favour there. So it's four four other people's fault. And when you say semi-invited, when you say, can you just run it past Beck, make sure everything's okay, look at the lights, is that that semi-invited? Okay, no worries. Thanks. Appreciate it. I think I said, if you could have dinner with Shaq, would you do it? So that was a big if. So it didn't come to fruition. So uh, no harm, no foul is the way I've sort of read that one. But uh, it's good to be back in uh, studio with you boys down here in uh, Melbourne. Yeah, I've loved the show. So for the next time you'll be back and it'll be about summertime, Scooty, a bit of your weather now. Now you've dumped us. You've really, uh, you're really – you're a true convert up there now. That's it. <laughs> now we've got uh, we've got heaps of stuff coming up. So we've got uh, a little four-man tournament uh, for the Masters. So we've got Donnie, Mark Lamborn, uh, John McLeod and John Walter. So I'll be back in a few weeks for a bit of a doubleheader there. So we've got a couple of streams coming up. Uh, there'll be more streams throughout the spring. So – Bad news for you, DK, and uh, your hangovers. I'll be uh, terrorising your springs. I reckon I'll be back about six times between now go. and Christmas, hey, six or seven. Right, right, so line up some lunches. Get we'll get down the railway. Yeah, and, right, uh, yeah. I can't wait for the five dollars the steak and the uh, just pay through the nose for the, the sauces and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, so yeah, we'll awesome. line up a couple of long lunches. That's how it is these days, anyway. Yeah. Inflation. We're used to it. And uh, there'll be plenty of stuff going on. So we, yeah, we'll be busy. I'll be back here a lot, and uh, it's going to be uh, great punting and just good to have all the good horses back. And it's just good to be able to swing hard. Mm. It's going to be a good weekend, weeks. isn't it? It's always uh, sort of uh, gives you a lot of, you know, like it, it feels good when the good horses are back, isn't it? You've got something to look forward to on the weekend. It's not just the mm. same old horses going around. So, uh, yeah, excited for Saturday. Exactly. It, yeah, it's, it's you just get out of bed and you just yeah, jump out of bed waiting for them. And I'm sure even with yours, DK, the good horse, some good horses come through the grades. Ripping. You know, there's, oh, man, there's every, every all these first up. Like Mick Price is letting all these Derby horses first up mm. at the moment. In the You know, and D Lane's going there for one ride and Jay Carr's going there for one ride, M Zara. So um, all those, yeah, all the things that they're trying to get to, or maybe Lake Caulfield Guineas, but definitely Derby horses are all being produced at the moment. Mm. And you've got Bendigo as well. All right, that's a wrap from us. It feels like we've been for you for about four years. Hopefully we found you a winner this Saturday on the punt and hopefully we get a little bit of change and uh, some clarification around uh, the current state of the game. Thanks, guys, and uh, we'll see you next week.